This podcast is brought to you by real-life captioned eroticas. Check the link in the description for the sexy, visualized stories of your dreams. The next story is posted by Reddit user Upstairs Interest. The title of this story is Not a Sound. Sit back, relax, and enjoy the story. I hear the rustling of footsteps on the long grass outside my tent and lift my head up from my inflatable pillow and peek my ears towards the noise. It's the third day of a college trip to the woods outside the city, where I and a few other teachers are guiding some of the better students through some wilderness task as part of some award thing I'm not remotely interested in. It's too close to the city to be a true challenge, but it's a nice change of pace from the usual grind of life. And as much as I love my wife and children, getting to sleep alone and even getting to sleep in for once is appreciated. The noise outside of the tent stops and then I hear a timid voice speak up. Knock knock, Emma. Of all the people that were taking part in the field trip, she was perhaps the timidest. She was bookish, with long dark hair and black rimmed glasses. She was cute in her own way, and he'd not been the only one to notice her impressive rack. It was very well hidden though. She never wore anything provocative. What is it, Emma? I ask, staying on my inflatable double bed and hoping she'll go back to bed soon enough so I can get some rest. I've definitely not come all the way out here to have whatever sleep I can get ruined by a meek woman. I can't sleep. Can. Can I come in? She asks and I audibly groan. Hopefully, loud enough that she gets the point. Yet I don't hear any footsteps and after another groan I lean up and turn on the small light I have. Which Emma takes as me admitting entry. Beginning to open the zipper to the outer tent and then the inner one. Hurry in then. I hiss and notice she's wearing a dark green vest top and light blue cotton shorts. And no bra. It's the most skin I've ever seen on the 19-year-old, her pale skin glowing against the small light in the middle of my tent. And shut the zips behind you. I know the risks of having her in here. If any of the other teachers knew she was here my career would be done. Yet knowing the risks I don't move and wait for her explanation. I'm sorry Matt, she says, sitting on her knees and looking suitably embarrassed. I just couldn't sleep and I miss home and my boyfriend. I've never been this far away from them all for so long. She sniffs and I roll my eyes at all this show. And what do you want me to do Emma? I mean, what can I honestly offer? Do you want me to drive you back? Because if you do it we'll have to wait until the morning. Her brown eyes glance up then, for once not framed by her glasses. Perhaps she had been expecting more sympathy from me. I hold that gaze for a moment until she sadly shook her head. No, I don't want to go. I like it here. But, can I stay with you? Please, I'll sleep on the edge of your bed. You won't even know I'm here. I do lean up then. Exposing more of my bare chest to her. Emma, do you know how risky that is? I could lose my job. I have a wife and kids that depend on me. No, you cannot stay. Those brown eyes flutter slightly and I'm slightly taken aback. Is she more than she seems? Please she whispers pathetically. And I sigh. Leaning up to turn out the light in the tent and then settling back down. You're gone before dawn. I tell her. And then close my eyes as I feel the bed bulge with the slight weight of her getting onto it and moving to the other side of me. That should be the end of it I think as she settles down away from me somewhere. But I can't sleep and neither can she from the way her breathing hasn't shallowed. I look up to the roof of my tent and wait for another teacher to barge in and demand to know why there's a barely clothed student in the bed beside me. I'm cold. I tut loudly, pause, and then tell her to get closer then. Just speaking those words makes my pulse quicken as she scoots closer to me so she's pressed against my left arm. Thanks, she whispers, voice impossibly close and then places a hand on my chest. I should tell her to stop that. I don't. When she lightly kisses my bare shoulder, I should tell her to stop. I don't. Instead, I turn to look at her in the dim light of the tent. 
What are you doing M? I ask softly, knowing she can feel how my heart races now, saying thank you. She whispers back in a sultry voice and then leans forward to kiss my lips. Yes, I've totally misunderstood this girl. I pull away slightly, but not enough to make it clear that I don't want this. God, I've not touched another woman in 15 years, and now one almost half my age is kissing me. You should go back, I tell her, with precisely zero conviction. Her hand runs along my chest again, fingers twirling the short hair there, and then she kisses me lightly again. This time my lips part for hers. And my body stirs in want for this stunning woman, however old she is and however dangerous it is for my career and marriage. Her hand snakes down my chest, under the sleeping bag I'm in and finds my erect cock. She bites down on those full lips and I can't help but gasp as her petite hand smooths slowly up and down my shaft, teasing around the tip slowly enough to let me know that she knows what she is doing. I swallow hard and then turn to my side to face her, without thinking, without asking, and without considering any consequences. I reach down and push the elastic of her shorts aside. I can feel a small tuft of hair and then very wet lips. It forces a gasp from her then. The rhythm she was in while working my cock broken for a moment. Shut the fuck up, I rasp, unless you want us both to get into serious trouble. She nods with her eyes closed and I turn my attention to how wet and tight she feels how her pale cheeks have blushed, and how fucking good she feels. Now I've taken more control from her she is barely moving her hand on my cock, but that suits me fine. Being able to watch her squirm under me, lips pressed against my chest to stop herself crying out. Is payment enough? Or is it? I pull my fingers from her, and she pulls away breathless, brown eyes finding mine for a moment as I stand on the precipice of something monumental. I know I should think with my head and not my cock but my fingers are slick with Emma's juices and she's panting slightly beside me in need. What is a man supposed to do in that situation? I start to undo my sleeping bag. As I do, I notice Emma pull down her shorts, as if she had been reading my mind and knew exactly what I had been thinking, knowing exactly what I wanted. Tossing the bag aside I get onto my knees and roughly spread her legs, her sex glistening and inviting me to take her. Not a sound. I warn and place the head of my thick cock against the enticing entrance to her pussy, and then push easily into her. Her warmth wraps around me and at that point, the student isn't the only one making a small, gasp of pleasure. Fuck you're so tight I hiss as I take her as slowly as I can manage. Any quicker and I know the bed will make too much noise, something I learned the night before when I'd attempted to masturbate. With two people on the bed, it was bound to arouse suspicion. I reach down and push up her top, needing to see quite how big her tits were. Recognizing what I'm doing, Emma reaches for the hem of the top and she quickly pulls it over her head, revealing some of the biggest tits I'd ever seen in person. I greedily reach for them and pinch a hard, pink nipple between finger and thumb until she lets out a gasp of delight. Even that sounds like a thundercrack compared to the silence around us. I put a hand over her mouth and then start to fuck her faster. Firm thrusts into her that make her wince in pleasure and make what I assume are e-cups bounce on her chest. God. What is this girl doing here with me? With my free hand, I wrap around her milky thigh and drill into her harder, her back now arching in pleasure. It's taking all my willpower not to fuck her into a frenzy and I stop for a second to make sure I don't come too soon, swallowing hard and trying to forget quite what I'm doing with this girl. She takes the opportunity to remove my hand from her mouth and climbs into my lap expertly, keeping my cock firmly in her pussy as she settles down. Her arms wrap around my shoulders and her eyes stay on me as, slowly, her hips grind on my cock. Now it's my time to moan. 
not a sound she teases in a whisper against my mouth. She bites my lower lip playfully just as my hands go to her firm ass, running along it as she slides her pussy up and down my cock. It's slow, almost painful sex. There's almost too much I want to do with her, and not anywhere where I can. And she knows it. Our lips lock and I feel hard nipples graze my chest. I feel her speeding up, gasping quietly before me and building towards an orgasm. I know I shouldn't come in this woman. No I shouldn't be doing any of this. But at this point, it's far too late, and I figure I'll at least end it on my terms. I throw her back down onto the bed. Fine, I think. If she wants to be fucked then I'll fuck her. On her back, she can do nothing as I pound into her pussy. Arms and hips wrap around me and I hear muffled moans coming from that pretty little mouth as the bed squeaks beneath us. At this point I don't care. I just want Emma to know that she can't fuck with me. Just like I'll show her tomorrow night too when I sneak into her tent and fuck her there. I feel her climax. Feel that tight pussy of hers clench around my cock as I take her. She squeaks against my chest, but it's nothing compared to the way the bed groans beneath us. I grunt into the night when I come, pulsing what feels like ropes and ropes into her, continuing to thrust hard into her as I look down, my hands squeezing her tits hard. She's smiling up at me and I know that I've fallen into her trap, giving her exactly what she wanted. She won't be smiling so much tomorrow, I tell myself, and then wonder if that's what she wants too.